Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Now it's time for Bob Imler in the Traffic Center. Around the Beltway in Maryland and in Virginia, traffic continues to run without delay. And waiting to see if any work zones set up on 66 inside the Beltway west of the Raza Tunnel. So far, that has not happened. Not saying that it won't, but uh, for now, uh, don't see any work zones in place there or west of the Beltway, for that matter, on 66. 395 and 95 are good to go in Maryland. 95 on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each running freely between the Beltways. Clear sailing on 50 to the Bay Bridge and all's quiet on 270. The WTOP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. All right, Bob, let's go to Veronica Johnson. She is 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. I'm tracking a warm-up for the next four days, so that does include the weekend. This evening, we're mainly clear and chilly. Our temperatures will drop fast down into the 20s to lower 30s again by morning. High temperature on Thursday, anywhere from 53 to 58 degrees. Mostly sunny in the morning, some high clouds for the afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. DuPont Circle at 38 and some of us down to 24. This is WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP-FM Washington, WWWTFM Manassas, WTLP-FM Braddock Heights Frederick, WTOP News, facts matter. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up tonight. Views on the D.C. crime bill from Ward 7. In Southeast, I'm Dick Uliano. An FBI contractor arrested. He's accused of stealing an FBI agent's vehicle from D.C. and driving it out to an FBI facility in Vienna. Why Virginia school boards may be required to warn families about guns. I'm Nick Ainelli. Cleveland defeats the Washington Wizards tonight. Elena Deladon taking time off. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. A Marine Corps helicopter carrying five troops from Nevada to California after training has been located in mountains outside of San Diego. Now crews are trying to reach the aircraft. KFMB-TV's Kelly Hassan. Crews had to deal with lots of mud and snow. And according to the Marine Corps, the helicopter, a H-53E Super Stallion helicopter, it left Creech Air Force Base northwest of Las Vegas uh, during a routine training flight and was on its way to Marine Corps Air Station Miramar when it was reported overdue. A meaning it didn't arrive when it was scheduled to. Two police officers shot and wounded in suburban Pennsylvania are said to be okay. The East Lansdowne house where the shots came from went up in flames and Delaware County District Attorney Jack Stolsteimer says six to eight people believed to live in the suburban Philadelphia house are unaccounted. My understanding is a family, a large family living in that house uh, and we have reason to believe that one of them started shooting uh, and there was a call for an 11-year-old girl being shot uh, that came into the 911 center. That's why the officers responded. The Senate, in a procedural vote, does not pass a $118 billion border and foreign aid package backed by the White House. More from CBS's Scott McFarland on Capitol Hill. A U.S. Senate plan to stiffen border security, tighten requirements for asylum, and nearly shutter the border during spikes of migrant crossings had the endorsement of Senate leaders and a National Border Patrol Union. My Republican colleagues changed their minds. Turns out, they want all talk and no action. The motion is not a... But it collapsed, in part because former President Trump opposed it. 
Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has rejected a ceasefire proposed by Hamas, which called for Israeli troops to withdraw from Gaza in exchange for the release of all of the remaining hostages. CBS's Deborah Pata is in Jerusalem. For Palestinians stuck in Gaza who've already endured four months of war, a deal cannot come soon enough. And for the families of the more than 100 hostages still being held in the middle of that war. While the storm that drenched Los Angeles caused major damage, the upside is that it's helping the city's water supply. CBS News L.A. reporter Jasmine Dean. This week's record rainfall filled up the rivers and channels. And a lot rushed into L.A. County's spreading grounds. We got a lot of rain, uh, an atmospheric river, but it's our Super Bowl, so we're ready for it. In fact, the county says it was able to harvest 3.6 billion gallons of water from just this storm. That's enough for 89,000 residents for a year. That's L.A. County Public Works spokesperson Liz Vasquez, CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. 10.03 here on WTOP, Wednesday night, February 7th, 2024, in Alexandria, 35 degrees and down to the 20s later. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with our top local stories this hour. We're following up on plans to fight crime in D.C. with the people who really have the most to win or lose here, those east of the Anacostia River where crime has been rampant. WTOP's Dick Giuliano reporting from Ward 7 this evening. A day after the D.C. Council said yes to tougher enforcement against carjackings, retail theft and domestic violence, people walking here along Marion Barry Avenue agree residents need more safety and security from crime. Everybody got a have like some type of like safety net around them. Yeah, that's what we need oh, to make people like feel a little safer. But people also say to fight crime with mental health services, more access to recreation centers and jobs. It would be good if they start back with the summer jobs for the kids, give them something to do, you know, instead of being out here on the streets. In Southeast, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. A federal contractor working for the FBI is under arrest. He's accused of stealing an FBI vehicle from Bureau Headquarters in D.C. This was yesterday afternoon. John Worrell of Virginia worked for an outside government contracting agency. He was assigned to the FBI in D.C. Prosecutors say he stole a dark green four-door Ford sedan from an FBI garage and drove to another FBI facility in Vienna. That's where investigators say he flashed the credentials of the federal agent to whom the car was assigned. He tried to enter the facility unsuccessfully. Worrell later told investigators he thought he was getting coded messages and hearing whispers that led him to believe he was in danger and he was looking for a safe place. 10.05, the West Springfield Police District is telling WTOP a third passenger in a crash that happened early Sunday morning at the intersection of Braddock Road and Bradfield Drive in Annandale has died. This was 68-year-old Yanzu of, Bur- of Burke. Again, 68-year-old Yanzu of Burke, a passenger in that 2006 Lexus that crashed. Another passenger from the vehicle remains in the hospital. Detectives from the West Springfield Police Crash Reconstruction Unit are looking for information about it. And if you know anything, you're asked to check in with them. Controversy in Virginia tonight. This involves guns. WTOP's Nick Ionelli is telling us a measure to let schools tell parents about the dangers of having a gun in the home has now passed in both the House and Senate. 
That's in Richmond. Unsecured firearms are a problem that is pervasive in American households. That's the argument from Virginia Democratic State Senator Stella Pekarski, who supports the legislation that would require school boards to send emails and text messages to families every school year, telling them about their legal responsibilities to safely store guns in their house. The notifications would also include statistics related to firearm-related accidents. Virginia gun rights advocate Philip Van Cleve doesn't support it. If it's just telling parents about the law, we're okay with that. But this bill goes beyond that. It gets into advocacy. He went so far as to say the legislation demonizes gun ownership. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. To Annapolis now, where members of the legislature heard from Maryland's governor today during his second State of the State address. WTOP's Kate Ryan tells us Wes Moore says he heard from state residents and understands that crime and public safety are right at the top among concerns. Maryland Governor Wes Moore's speech began with his arrival to a joint session of lawmakers in the State House. The governor of the great state of Maryland, Wes Moore! Moore included a bit of good news. Crime is down across the state and homicides in Baltimore City are the lowest that they have been in nine years. And he pledged public safety remains this administration's top priority, and that will not change. While Moore's legislative package expands public safety recruiting efforts, he also said the sound of a police siren hits differently in different communities. I felt handcuffs on my wrist when I was 11 years old because our community was over-policed and we knew it. The Republican response to Moore's speech called for what party leaders said would be a more proactive approach, including making gun theft a felony, for example. Moore's also called for the creation of a Center for Firearm Violence Prevention. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Coming up here on WTOP, what are the best bachelor degrees? uh, Uber, rather, and other rideshares have been busy. And how Kentucky is making money off our area. Stay with us at 10.07. On WTOP. Hi, I'm Rich McKenzie, owner of Metropolitan Bath and Tile. You've seen those ads where a company covers over your old bathtub and tile walls with a molded plastic tub? Here's a fact that might surprise you. In most cases, Metropolitan can remove your old tub and tile and install a new porcelain on steel bathtub with new ceramic tile walls for the same price. So call us at 1-800-NEW-BATH or visit us at MetroBath.com. Bathroom remodeling. It's what we do. It's all we do. 1008. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks with Bob Imler in the traffic center. Things are pretty quiet all around the region tonight, around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia. Traffic continues to run well. And uh, so far in pretty good shape on uh, 66 inside the Beltway where they sometimes set up road work at night. For now, they don't have anything set up blocking any lanes. That may change west of the Roslyn Tunnel and east of Glebe Road. But traffic moves without delay. And west of the Beltway, all is quiet on 66. Both 395 and 95 each running well. And around the Beltway, traffic continues to run well in both Maryland and Virginia. And in the district, up and down 295, 695, 395 each running well. Same on the Maryland side on 50 to the Bay Bridge on 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway between the beltways and up and down 270. Not a lot to talk about there as of yet tonight. 
Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Another chilly evening and cold night. Our temperatures will be dropping fast after topping out today earlier in the lower 50s. This evening, our temperatures will be dropping down to the 40s and 30s, and by early morning, anywhere from 24 to 32 degrees. For tomorrow afternoon, 53 to 58 degrees expected with a sunny start and increasing high clouds. On Friday, we'll have partly sunny skies with temperatures topping out in the lower to mid-60s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Alexandria 35, Penn Quarter 41, Columbia 33, and all the way down to 24 degrees for some of us in the suburbs. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. It's Money News 10 and 40 past the hour. We're going to Jeff Claybaugh. Uber drivers completed 2.6 billion rides last quarter, up 22% from a year ago. The U.S. News list of best online bachelor's degrees includes Hopkins and Virginia Tech for IT degrees and UVA for online education degrees. Bourbon production contributed a record $9 billion to Kentucky's economy last year. 95% of the bourbon sold globally is made in Kentucky. The Dow rallied 156 points Wednesday. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Asia-Pacific markets are mostly higher, such as Tokyo stocks now up 2%. Hong Kong is down 1% so far. There was another key vote in Congress. It's gone down to defeat this afternoon in the Senate. Are leaders losing control of their people on the Hill? We'll go in depth with the Washington Post in just minutes. It's 10-11, and we're glad you're here tonight. The following is a paid message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. This Sunday, millions of people will watch the big game. It offers a terrific outlet to share hospitality among family, friends, and neighbors. Sadly, it will also be the biggest betting event of the year. Last year, it was estimated that over 50 million Americans wagered $16 billion on game bets. Dear friends, gambling addiction is an emerging and dangerous trend that can compromise, disrupt, or damage family life and perhaps lead to financial ruin. No one wants to see individuals and families destroyed. If you think you have a gambling addiction, get help immediately for your sake and those you love. And if you have a loved one with this affliction, pray for the courage to address it directly and for the power of God's grace to bring healing. Still ahead here on WTOP, is it a comeback now for the measles? Stay with us on your breaking news, traffic, and weather station. As agencies look at uses cases for generative artificial intelligence, Mark Ryland, director of the Amazon security team at AWS, says Gen AI is already changing the world of cybersecurity. Combining of the more traditional systems with the, the modern Gen AI systems, we think that holds a ton of promise because in the end, you're, you're still going to want to bring the technology that we've had to this point and then you know add to that the new capabilities that these large models can do and really be quite dramatic in the impact they'll have. To learn more, visit federalnewsnetwork.com and search Okta. With federal cybersecurity on the line, agencies are harnessing the power of modern identity and AI to supercharge their defenses. But technology moves fast, and you need to keep up. That's why you need our free webinar, AI and Automation in Zero Trust Architectures. Learn from government and industry leaders and be ready for the future of cybersecurity today. 
Register now at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Okta. That's federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Okta. O-K-T-A. It's 1013. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay zip recruiter finds you what you're looking for the needle in the haystack four out of five employers who post a job in zip recruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day zip recruiter the smartest way to hire and right now you can try zip recruiter for free that's right free just go to this exclusive web address ziprecruiter.com slash free that's ziprecruiter.com slash free ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. 1014. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. Things do not seem to be working on Capitol Hill right now. Senate Republicans have blocked a bipartisan border package, scuttling months of negotiations between the two parties on legislation intended to cut down on record numbers of illegal border crossings. Many Republicans said the election year compromise was not enough, even as supporters of the bill insisted it really was the best that could have been achieved in divided government. Two failed votes in the House last evening are seen as major defeats for Speaker Mike Johnson. Republicans failed to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas and an effort to send $14 billion to Israel was voted down as well. We talked about all this earlier with Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell on Skype. There's a lot of internal turmoil within the Republican Party right now. On the House side, you have House Speaker Mike Johnson, who lost two big votes. For the time being, those votes were held and they lost. Members of Congress, Republicans are wondering if there's a leadership vacuum. Johnson is untested, inexperienced, and some say in over his head. On the Senate side, you have an extremely experienced leader of the Senate Republican Conference and Mitch McConnell, and he also seems to be floundering right now. He devoted a member of his conference to four months negotiating a border deal that his members requested and required for Ukraine aid that fell apart in a matter of hours, really, less than two days. And now they are having internal deliberations over what to do about Ukraine. So it's a very tumultuous time where not a lot is getting done. The Republican Party internally is extremely at odds with each other. You mentioned both the House Speaker and the Senate Republican leader. Is it really Donald Trump that the members of Congress, Republican members of Congress, want to be led by that may not be interested in being led by Mike Johnson, for example? Well, it's an interesting dynamic in the sense that you have Mike Johnson, who is relatively close with Donald Trump. They don't have, you know, they don't know each other super well, but Mike Johnson is a huge supporter of Donald Trump, helped to try to overturn the last, at least challenge the last election. And then you have Mitch McConnell, who has no relationship with Donald Trump, hasn't uttered his word, his name since he left office more than three years ago. The Trump wing of the party is growing and it is becoming more influential and more powerful, especially the likely Republican nominee. Johnson 
is, you know, taking cues from Donald Trump, but also worried about challenges to his own speakership. Meanwhile, McConnell is kind of governing in the way of a Republican Party of the past that really doesn't exist anymore. Do we know enough yet to be able to say whether the lack of a border deal badly hurts President Biden in his reelection efforts or perhaps equally badly hurts some Republicans as they try to stay in office? There was a very vibrant lunch that Senate Republicans held today. And it was extremely contentious. Members were yelling at each other. And one of the frustrations and points of anger is that they demanded the border deal. They spent four months trying to get it. A large number of Republicans, most of them, walked away from it, said it wasn't strong enough, wasn't good enough. And now Republicans could very well get blamed for it. Now, mind you, big reason they walked away from this border deal is because the right-wing media started to undercut it before it was out. And Donald Trump said, don't do that. Don't give Biden a win. Wait until I'm in office and we'll secure the border. Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell, co-author of the early 202 newsletter. Top stories on WTOP. Israel's prime minister rejects Hamas's demands this evening. This complicates efforts toward a ceasefire and a hostage release deal. Snow has hampered rescue efforts for the Marine helicopter that went down in mountains near San Diego. Five Marines on board. Keep it here for full details. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. We're going to Bob Imler in the traffic center. Well, there is one work zone out there tonight. It is in Maryland on 270 southbound after Route 85, getting by single file to the left, and there is no delay getting past that work zone. Northbound lanes are open and traffic continues to run very well. Not a whole lot happening elsewhere on 95 and on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. All is quiet. Traffic continues to run pretty freely both ways on uh, 95 and the BW Parkway between the beltways. And all is quiet on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. And in Virginia, you are good to go on both 395 and 95 and on 66 in both directions. No incidents or delays. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped clients win the compensation they deserve and as always pay no fee unless your case is won. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. All right, Bob, let's go to Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. Well, it's been 10 days since we've had any significant rain around here, since we had the one-inch rains, and we'll go another two days where it's going to be dry, your Thursday, Friday, before some scattered showers the upcoming weekend. This evening, you're mainly clear, going to get chilly, dropping to the upper 30s, our temperatures, and by morning, just downright cold again, 24 to 32 degrees to start your day, with tomorrow afternoon, about 55 to 56 degrees for a high temperature. I'm 7 News, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Reagan National is at 40, BWI Marshall 36, Dulles 35 degrees, but some of us dropping all the way to 24 overnight. Why is one of your neighbors going to go to a local pizza restaurant this weekend and stand for a full 24 hours? We'll explain that coming up. It's 1020. How many times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this new year? It's a smart resolution to convert that unsafe, ugly old bathtub to a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low, low entry that means no more tub hopping for 2024. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation. I'm Steve Cohn for Capital Caring Health. Here, every month, not just February, is Heart Month. Thanks to our dedicated primary care at home team, 
led by Dr. Heidi Young. We provide in-home advanced cardiac care for those with heart failure so that rush trips to emergency rooms aren't necessary. Our care team includes physicians, nurse practitioners, and a social worker. For the one in three adults who have heart disease, our care for them is covered by insurance or by us for the uninsured. To learn more, go to capitalcaring.org slash cardiac. 1021. Hi, this is Jermaine Johnson, Regional President of PNC Bank. As a longtime member of the Greater Washington Board of Trade, PNC is proud to be the presenting sponsor of the 104th Midwinter Dinner on March 13th at the Washington National Cathedral. Join fellow leaders from business, government, and community partners at this very special black tie event. For more information on the Midwinter Dinner and to purchase tickets, go to BOT.org. That's BOT.org. Jack Frost is a slippery character (laughs) with a nasty bag of tricks, sleet and snow, freezing rain and the big bad blizzard. Don't let him fool you. Depend on WTOP for traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. A winter weather advisory has just been issued. A lot of side streets remain unplowed. You'll know how to dress the kids to deal with Jack Frost. And you'll know when you can hit the road, Jack. WTOP News. Facts matter. It's now 10:22. A 42-year-old man from Prince George's County from Lanham is charged with the murder of his son, 42-year-old Carita Rivera of Lanham, charged with murdering her 21-year-old son. A Christos Johnson of Lanham was stabbed to death inside their Lanham home on Greenfield Drive. It happened January 25th. Police say there was a dispute and that the investigation shows Rivera stabbed Johnson during that fight. She is now charged with first-degree murder. Prince George's County Police ask anyone with additional information to contact them. There's been an arrest in a rape that happened on New Year's Day. Fairfax County Police say 39-year-old Mohanad Bora may have been posing as a rideshare driver. They say he took the victim from D.C.'s DuPont Circle to a park in Lorton where she was attacked inside a Volkswagen Jetta. While Abora remains in custody, county detectives are searching for additional victims he may have assaulted. Please call Fairfax County Police if you have information. It's 1023. He stood up to cancer and he beat it. This weekend, an Alexandria man will stand up to the illness once again, this time to raise money for those who helped him in his fight and those who are battling right now. I was scared. I was really, really scared. Air Force veteran Patrick Malone, after having chest pain, found out in 2014 that he had a malignant peripheral nerve sheath tumor. That tumor was removed and he went through grueling radiation treatments to become cancer-free. Starting that year, he began fundraising for the two places that helped him in his fight. The doctors at Walter Reed and also the folks over at Fort Belvoir have given me a second chance at life. And I figured i got to pay it forward. This Sunday at Fireworks Pizza in Arlington will be his 10th year doing this, but because of a neurological illness. This might be my last uh, stand-up. Because um, standing is very difficult. But he says pain or not, he plans to make it the 24 hours straight. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. The fundraiser is part of the Entertainment Industry Foundation Stand Up to Cancer. It runs from 4.30 p.m. Saturday to 4.30 Sunday afternoon at Fireworks Pizza in Arlington. The CDC is warning about the rise in measles infections in the U.S., there have been 23 reported cases since December, mostly in kids who have not been vaccinated. Vaccination rates across the country are now uh, finding that tens of thousands of children are at risk of getting sick after we look at these vaccination rates. Here in New York City, they had their own measles outbreak in 2019. 649 people in all. Dozens had to be hospitalized. City of New York. The city's public health commissioner says while more people in New York City got vaccinated because of the outbreak, the numbers have been declining ever since. 
I'm worried about the trend if it continues in that direction. Do you need to be stricter enforcement? It is not just enforcement. It's not just mandates. It is engagement, communication.